0: Hey there, faculty and students. So I'm excited to report this week that the core clinical build team, which is the, the third year of medical school, has been working over the last nine months on identifying a core clinical schedule or third year schedule for the new curriculum. And there has been lots to consider, but we have selected a model that we're moving forward with. There's a figure of this model in this week's newsletter. And we wanted to talk a little bit about how we got to this place and all of the factors that we were considering. So the entire group felt strongly that the schedule should allow for standardization across clerkship experiences, as well as reflect the true ecology of healthcare. And what we mean by that is that the training exposures should to some degree mirror actual healthcare delivery, including ambulatory and inpatient care sick care, and well care, preventative medicine, that reflects how care is actually received and experienced by patients. So we were also bound by certain requirements. The clinical phase of training officially starts the last week of March and covers clerkship experiences in internal medicine, surgery, psych, family medicine, neuro, peds, obstetrics, as well as some new content areas like radiology, Uh, health system science, and the population health clerkship. Because of the Graduate School of Nursing schedule, that population and community health clerkship, which has always been and will continue to be an interprofessional learning experience, but because of that partnership, needs to be between September 10th and October 15th. Winter break time also needed to be built into the schedule, and we very much wanted to keep the clerkship durations near or longer than national norms. We were also considering the new Pathways program and our accelerated or three-year MD program that we're building at the same time. We also had the goal of providing at least four flexible professional experiences um, at a minimum to our learners in the third year, and aspirationally, we wanted six flexible professional experience weeks. So FPEs, or the flexible professional experiences, are the evolution of the course that in Link is known as the flexible clinical experiences. And we want to expand them to include pathway-specific experiences as a requirement here for at least two of those weeks, with the remainder of the FPE weeks pertaining to exactly what FCEs do now, career exploration, and developing a well-rounded mindset in terms of clinical exposures and training. Our current proposal is to require two pathway FPEs, two clinical FPEs, and allow one flexible week that could be used for vacation, Or additional FCE time if the learner chooses it. This level of detail remains to be determined, but you will see the FPEs in the schematic that's provided in the newsletter this week. So to arrive at the model that you see in the newsletter, we looked at our program objectives, our own pain points as clinical educators, and spent a lot of time soliciting and deep diving into student feedback. We had fantastic, and I will say candid, student input during this portion of CR22 Build, which has been really helpful to us. It's important to say out loud that all the Build team members felt strongly that the single biggest issue affecting our clinical students and the clinical learning environment is the availability of clinical sites and the saturation at these sites with learners. Educators in this group are really concerned that too many learners at one time on one service or in one clinic can dilute and weaken the clerkship experience. This is one of the main reasons that the model that you're going to hear about came forward as the leading model. With the expected 175 students in this inaugural class, the students on each rotation were manageable in number with this particular model. I wouldn't say ideal because we'd like even fewer learners per site, but certainly more manageable than the other models that we were considering and that were brought forth. This model was initially proposed by our internal medicine teaching faculty and was coined the ambulatory block model. The idea was that the year would be divided into four sections that are 12 weeks in length and contain three four-week blocks within them, much like our current thematic sections. Distinct from our current model though, each section includes a dedicated ambulatory block where one or two weeks of family medicine experience occurs and the ambulatory component of that blocks um, inpatient rotations and one to two weeks of FPE time. So the coupling of rotations within these 12 week sections was and continues to be a point of discussion. You'll see that we've coupled peds and OB, surgery with radiology, psychiatry and neurology, and medicine and family medicine. And to clarify, family medicine is gonna be longitudinal, which we're really excited about in this model, but the longer two-week chunk of family medicine will occur within the medicine block um, intentionally. So with the longitudinal family medicine model, there's actually gonna be 12 groups of family medicine learners that are gonna participate in three one-week family medicine weeks and one two-week family medicine experience, all at the same clinical site. They will continue to have didactics at the beginning of those weeks, um, and they'll have the same small group facilitator over the course of the year. Novel parts of this core clinical curriculum that should be highlighted include the amount of flexible time for learners, the preservation of winter break, the inclusion of the population population and community health clerkship. Perhaps our most novel component is this longitudinal family medicine experience. Now, this is just a framework for scheduling. There is much more to be done for this build team group. Remaining questions that aren't addressed by this model alone include, firstly, content revision and the inclusion of our longitudinal (coughs) content areas in the clerkship year. Number two, standardization and centralization of experiences and evaluations. There was a strong sentiment from our students that we needed to address inconsistencies between different sites in the same clerkship in this very important phase. And number three, a proposal to include the ability to swap a third year block for a fourth year block. This is important for students who want to consider careers in fields that are not normally introduced into the fourth year. And then finally, the other big topic area we haven't addressed yet is administrative concerns and considerations such as support, how the lottery will change with this new scheduling template, and how we would determine where the semesters fall um, on the calendar for financial aid purposes. So I wanna take an oppor- this opportunity to just thank the clerkship directors and this core clinical build team for all of their work to date. There were so many considerations and stakeholders and moving parts that it did seem at times like we'd never be able to move forward, but we did. And now we can begin the remaining work and hand off some important information to the various other build teams that were affected by this model, namely the Population Community Health Clerkship, the Advanced Studies Build Team, the Pathways Program, and the Three-Year MD Team. So the podcast will be taking the next three weeks off for summer vacation, so please tune back in in mid-August, and the Curriculum Revolution Leadership Team is still very much available, and we'll continue our work and updates via a newsletter during that time frame.